Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Diamond Styles, and I am the master chef, cooking you up something succulent and divine. It's your boy, Zaheer, and we are serving hot talk and cool iced tea. And I'm Mia Mix, here to set the tone and make sure the mood is right. So come on in and get comfortable. Pull up a chair, have a seat. You can even take your shoes off. Wait, not if your feet is down. <laughs> oh, hell no. Welcome, Welcome to Marsha's Plate. The time has come for you to be the change you want them to be, yeah. No more running around filled with all hypocrisy, yeah. It starts from the inside, it spreads wide, and everything will be all right. Just know that it will be all right. It will be all right. It will be all right. Join the conversation. Hashtag Marsha's Plate. Oh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We want to hear what you guys have to say. You can also help us build community by becoming a patron on patreon.com slash Marsha's Plate. By contributing to this podcast, you help us continue our powerful work to change culture one episode at a time. So, let's get started. All right. So, recently, a trans man put out a video saying that he was raped by a U.S. Marshal. So this Mm -hmm. is about two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. So when it happened, I immediately shared it, and then I got into his inbox and said that, hey, I'm sending some press to um, cover your, um, your, your situation. They should be emailing you. Because that's what they told me they were going to do when I talked about his situation with the rape. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what's what's going on? Hey, I'm I got I'm sending somebody really some connections to you. Okay, because so, so when you it can first talk happened, I put I I because you know I'm I'm if y'all watch my um timeline which I've been absent on my IG mm-hmm. like if I see something trans related or some sort of activism type of related issue that has to do with what I believe in as far as activism is concerned right. I'll put it on my um Instagram story. Right. And so that's my my that's like my low key way of being active active. Yeah, just something yeah. immediate. But can... because it's I have a different I have an interesting crowd that follows me. It's it's cis I mean it's cis heterosexual people and it's gay people so i i was like you know what i'm gonna make sure i make my shit gay as fucking trans as fuck so mm-hmm. the girls who be expecting different things you get you a piece right so i had posted it on there and z's best friend our brother um the other the trans man that you had met um mm-hmm. not too long ago he he had told me he was like sis Take that down, cause I know you community as fuck, but take that down. <laughs> so, and mm. I was like, why? He gave then, you pause about the he story. He gave me pause about it, but I'm not saying that I didn't believe him because I'm one of them type of people where I believe the victim off top. You can't make me not believe the person. I just mm-hmm. stay in the background and kind of be like, hmm, I wonder how it's gonna play out, cause I don't want to be for them and I don't want to be against them. I just want to see what's going on. So for me. Because I want to, I, I, I err on the side of the victim. 
I, you know, immediately put it something out for people to listen to. And I, you know, I, it's just, I just share it. Like I'm, yeah. I, I don't, um, I do, I'm. I hate waiting ass motherfuckers. I hate people. Ooh, really? I do. I was. So you like, like when it first happened, you expect bitches to go off? No, I don't. It's not that I expect, but I hate people. But I hate. I'm just gonna see. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna wait for proof. I'm gonna. Oh, wait I'm that. For, that's what I was giving. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give that before I actually shine light on something because I feel mm. like you can shine light on something without actually and still wait for proof. I feel like you can do both. You can say, well, I'm going to share this to y'all, but you know, I don't know the details of this, but this is what's going on. Well, with my experience, mm-hmm. I done had times where I didn't share shit and the shit made me look stupid. I'm a person, I'm not saying I'm super prideful, but I don't like looking dumb. So, but how, what you say can save that face. Uh-huh. What you say, you can say, well, I don't know what's going on with this, but y'all, this look interesting. What y'all think? Right. You see oh, what I'm saying? Yeah. You can put it out there in a way that's not like, I believe this, I don't believe this, da 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 You can actually just put it out. So this particular situation turned into where everybody was like, eh, this is sounding kind of weird. This is sounding kind of fucked up. People in the community is inboxing me saying, sis, this is looking, I don't think it's legit. I think this is a scam. I think this is somebody who is trying to garner attention, who is trying to, um, you know, hustle us. And I'm like, what do you mean? They trying to hustle community, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, mm, I don't know. I'm not, I'm, I'm, why do y'all think like that? Is this just because y'all, like, why? Nobody could give me a why did they believe it, but no, but the person also didn't give me any reason to, because when I hit them up, there was no response to me. Oh, oh, okay. Right? but And that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. But the point of you posting the video is to get some type of shine on it, right? And so... If I tell you I got connects to some people who can really put some shine to it, like people's in my, right now in this moment, at the time that it was happening, people were in my inbox from like ABC. Amen. So I'm like, yo, I people was talking to me right now about making some shit happen. Mm-hmm. So you in my area, we can really put this on. So what's up? And they didn't respond to me. He paid it. So that was weird. One of the things, I, I just feel like it was a lot. Ex, a lot of stuff that people were saying was like, what? Part of it, so they were like, okay. So th- he was taking pictures in the hospital, supposedly. This That video, I was like, oh, this is, come on, baby. There's a video. It's It was really, yes. It was really like... Uh, People were saying that it was really orchestrated. Um, some of the no shade. It was the, it was cute. I was like, oh my god, when I first seen it, like when you first see stuff, like when you, I'm so sorry, Diamond. Go ahead. But when you know, listen, I ain't gonna lie. If some when when stuff has happened to me, I really don't have 
and this is my, this is me. I'm talking about my perspective, my personality, or or what I went through. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. When something has happened to me, traumatic. I, first of all, I don't take to social media. I don't take to anybody. The only people who know about it are like the people in my circle. Mm-hmm. Um, just because that's how I deal with trauma. Everybody deals with it differently, and I feel like if I if something like that, traumatic like that, especially happened to me, I wouldn't have been. I, for me personally, I wouldn't have had the energy to sit there and revisit pictures and and make a whole like video that for me would be triggering. However, I'm not saying that, you know, what he did was wrong and that was just probably his way to get out to the public. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't have had the energy. For yeah. It. And everybody's response to trauma is different. Right. So it, what would you think? What would you about to say, Z? Because oh, when I said that, Z had looked up and gave me a look. What's he? I don't know what to think because I can see it happening because, you know, not that we're going to get into if it's true or not. Okay. I can see it happening because he's a pretty boy. He's talented. Uh-huh. Um, he's small. You can see somebody taking advantage of him. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, no. For me, it's not about um, it happening or whether not? It, it's... it's I don't know if it's true or not, but right. it definitely any it can happen to anybody. anybody right, yeah. Right. So what it was is that after when you look at some of the things that people were saying, like they were like how the how they had the I don't know the little equipment the the nurse people were saying that the equipment was on him wrong. If this was not an orchestrated, if this oh was they not were a, yes oh. they were like if this is not an orchestrated um um. Um, uh, video. I'm sorry. I'm it slipped my mind. Orchestrated video. Then the people who put that stuff on him don't know their job because yeah. the the equipment is put on him wrong. Gag. Mm. So no that sure. was one element of it that was like weird. So it seemed like the video was orchestrated. Okay. I just want everybody to understand that why people are questioning it. It mm. wasn't yeah. just. It wasn't just. Oh, I'm just gonna say I don't believe him. It wasn't yeah. that. It was these are trans folks that are saying, yeah. uh, this is why we this is why we think this is weird. Mm-hmm. So first of all, one of y'all friends was like, uh, I kind of know him and it's kind of weird, right? Mm-hmm. I know him and this isn't him or this seems kind of scammy. Mm-hmm. Then other trans folks was like, mm, this this part of it is weird because this doesn't make sense. Somebody was saying he's been trying to get to New York for a while, and a lot of people were saying he's been trying to get top surgery, so they felt like that's one of his gateways to be like, oh, okay, boom, I'm going to hit up Black Trans TV, and boom, I know this is going to get attention. Mm-hmm. And um, he, from what I got, he, because I watched one of his lives, he basically sent it over to Black Trans TV. Uh-huh. And instead of posting himself initially, then he saw the love it was getting. He decided to post it because he saw. Like, it's an edited video. Like, it's right. edited yes. with pictures. And he was like. Music. In, in, in music. Like, it's an. It was a really. So, mm-hmm. th- I want y'all to understand that this is a video about being raped. Mm-hmm. And. Like, there's music, there's pictures, there's a supposedly orchestrated visit to the hospital. He said his mom saw him season, and he was taking long showers after the incident. 
He said the friend told him a fake name first. He said his friend said his name was something. Then the friend said his name was Mike. And then he found out the guy's name was Michael. He ended up not being a U.S. Marshal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And his mom found him seizing. Mm -hmm. And then she was like, okay, we're going to go to the hospital. That's mainly the biggest worry was the seizing. He said he had been drugged by the friend, taken to a field and raped, and he was bleeding from the mouth. Um, And some people were saying there was no signs of him getting beat in the mouth. And if you're drugged, then why... Are you getting beat in the mouth? You know and what I'm saying? Someone it was else just said that he took a shower. And so I, if you know anything about rape kits, if you take a shower afterwards, it's really hard for them to like get the evidence that they need. And well, some people thing. don't have that knowledge. Well, so no, I can I'm see not that saying happening. that that's no, like, you know, I'm not in, like I said, I'm not, we're not that. Va- well, I'm not validating or invalidating it. I'm just, we were just saying what people said. Um, I think what we're doing is we're telling just the story, tell, trying to tell the story, but also at the same time <laughs> trying to share with you why people are finding holes in this right. and why they are like legitimate, like we're holes. They ain't just like, I'm just not going to believe you. I'm just it's like it's like this all doesn't make sense. And it's maybe it doesn't make sense or maybe it whatever. doesn't need to be. Maybe, maybe it, it doesn't need to make sense. So mm-hmm. I think I think we're doing a roundabout way of doing it. Basically, right. there was people who felt like this was a scam and this person is being ac- accused of being a scam. Where, where it really took the turn, though, is his reaction. When- yeah, that where it mm-hmm. really took the turn though. It was his reaction. But where it really took the turn is when he started making so much money, he went past his goal of ten thousand dollars. It got up to about twenty thousand and people thought that was weird. And he made a video, Wow guys, I'm so surprised at this. Boom, boom, boom. I can get my top, top surgery. surgery. He now. flashed up his muscle shirt and was like Boom, you know, he showed his chest and everything and then he ended up taking the video down. But he clarified, he said I was just saying that y'all gave me more than what I needed so I can get my top surgery now. So now that y'all are trying to say this is why, I'm just going to go to New York, get my surgery for free, and I'm not going to use any of that money for top surgery now. Yeah, so when when it was going on, when people were sharing his GoFundMe, which is kind of weird. Like, if I'm – look, if I'm getting (laughs) raped – like I said, everybody' response is different. But if I had a rape situation, uh-huh. what I need to go fund me for? I'm that's weird to me. Like I want justice. I want y'all to talk about it. I want to get an interview with somebody. Like if I'm putting I it out talk there, to somebody. I want like somebody. Most people, I want to yeah. hold somebody accountable. Yeah. What I need to go fund me for? Like the why is this turning into a fundraiser? That's weird to me. And then after you get the the exposure that you want, you come back and do a video and say, oh, my God, I didn't expect this. Oh, my God, now I can get my top surgery. During the live that uh, Z shared with me, he also stated that, like, the guy that um, assaulted him uh, was helping him, like, with, like, it almost seemed like food and shelter. Financially. Financially. To make yeah. it clear, he made the go because we didn't mention so he made the GoFundMe. He says was to relocate because he wasn't safe. Okay. Mm-hmm. But also in that video, he was boosting like he had coins. Like he was like, oh, I don't need to do no scamming because I got money. 
It was almost like that. But then like he that. also said that the old boy was paying old boy for was his trying food. To, yeah, trying to pay for his food. So if you got coins, I don't get it. It was almost, it was weird. So it turned into the conversation was kind of weird because it turned into like him um, almost saying like I don't I don't need to scam people for money. I got money. Almost like that. But then in the conversation, it was it was this guy was paying for stuff for you. This guy who right. apparently raped you from his point of view um, was paying for stuff for you. Y'all was dating. Y'all knew each other. Y'all was friends and hanging out with each other and that kind of stuff. I also feel like we kind of discussed this. I also feel like because he mentioned if you was following me already, um, you know, you I posted him. Yeah, on I posted him. I mm-hmm. feel like I will be showing receipts of the suspect. If I feel like somebody was under attack or something, like if I feel like my character was under attack, I will be maybe given the fact. I mean, I wouldn't even take it to social media. I will make sure the case is the case. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I will ask for community support. But it seems like it was more so like this is boom boom i don't know it was more it, it was going away from the point to me right and yeah. i agree with you z like if like no shade like that's what bitches do like when like if you ever seen people like make narratives about them on social media and people claim such and such and such well the girls what the girls will do a pull up receipts oh, okay well boom 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 I'm not saying that it didn't happen, but the, like I agree with you. Yeah, it's the. Re- it seems like his explanations was focused on not proving the rape. It was focused on proving that I got money and I got because the it, the question the rape was in question, mm-hmm. and you're prove you're trying to prove other stuff that didn't have anything to do with that. It just, it just yeah. was, it was really, really weird. So the point of us having this conversation, we don't spend twenty minutes on introducing, <laughs> is the balance of how do you safeguard yourself from getting scammed for people who use these type of opportunities to um, these type of narrative to s- tell, spin a story, mm-hmm. as opposed to. Uh, but also support a victim who may be a legitimate right. victim. Yes. Right. So how do you, how do we do that? Yeah. Because like I said, I immediately shared it because I err on the side. My default is to go with the victim. Yeah. But then after I shared it, I was like, Ooh, like, did I just get scammed? <laughs> did I just get scammed? Like, did, was I just a part of, Getting this GoFundMe up because I didn't I didn't share any kind of GoFundMe's. Mm-hmm. I shared his story because, mm-hmm. you know, you tell me you got raped. I'm gonna say, oh, and you put it public. Mm-hmm. That means you want people to see it. Mm-hmm. And so I just shared that. Right. I didn't share, um, you know, no GoFundMe. That would have been weird to me. Like if I would have got the GoFundMe information before I got the video, I would have felt weird. Because mm. asking for GoFundMe's and shit for a, a rape situation seems really scammy to me. But how do you avoid that? How do you not get scammed in the situation? Yeah, like how that's do you hard, not get scammed Donald. when somebody is trying to use community in order to, like Umar Johnson, 
For personal gain. Yeah, like Umar Johnson. Oh, let me try to get this school made for the black boys. And mm-hmm. you da 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 but ain't no school been made. <laughs> do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, how do you... And I think we all can be vulnerable to these type of heartstring scams because they're pulling at yeah. what they know we're going to react to. You know what that reminds me of, Diamond? A person had inboxed all of us Mm-hmm. to share something right on our timelines and i was the one that shared it and mm-hmm. y'all was like bitch why would you share that mm-hmm. like i we don't know this person yada 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 mm-hmm. that's what it kind of rub- it triggered me to that too yes you see what i'm saying yeah because if you if you got if you if it looks weird i'm like mm, it's uh. something that's becoming popular though and on the internet it's like a I wouldn't say a revolution, but it's like this new thing to mm-hmm. where people will make a story, you know, and they'll just send their go for me. That's it. Right. You know what I mean? And then you like, hmm, how do like, I know like, this is for real? Are they trying to get me? How do I know? You know, it's a, it's Diamond, becoming popular. I really love this haircut on you. Thank you. Like, seriously, seriously, it's so you. Thank I've been telling you that for long. The long time. <laughs> I can't, y'all, I can't wait till her birthday until it's like in a box. Like the way, Boy, what's, the, what's her name is? Um, she's dark skinned and she played on um, Conan. Um, Christ Jones. Yes, bitch. It's yeah. going to be everything. I can't wait. And I know you're going to add some color. Yes. Oh. <laughs> so I would say do your research on the topic like yeah. try to google their name if you can mm-hmm. google who is made by who the page is made by um Z- ask them situation. for information huh? uh-huh but in this situation we would it's nothing to google when well, it's a, a attack on somebody well some people were saying if it was really a u.s marshal you would see on a government page when a u.s marshal is into some shit they'll post what's going on with that u.s marshal Really? Mm-hmm. Because U.S. Marshals, they be in the game for 20, 30 years, be like veterans. Mm-hmm. They have so, reputations. Right. So it's, it, you know, how the government is, you know. That's in my mind when I first heard the story, that was even more of a like, ooh, because you were so specific about this being a U.S. Marshal. That's why like, would you lie ooh. about this? But then you would make it something big like that to get garner the attention. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. I don't know. It just it came. Weird. It came to be that it was an actual U.S. marshal. So right. But anyways, I would say that was one of the signs to look for. Mm-hmm. Some people was like, "Nah, ain't nothing about no U.S. marshal." You Google this shit, I don't see nothing. I just see the GoFundMe. That's it. Nobody. Um, you can. Do you? What else? I don't want to say. Do you believe it? Do you? Um, you can just follow the story first before giving up your money. Yeah. Like, follow the story. Yeah. Yes, that's how I am. Yeah. I'm not giving no coins. I'll share it because if yeah. somebody else want to give their coins, that's on them. Yeah. But See, I don't I'm even want to do that. Coins. I'm not contributing to nobody getting coins unless it's in my co- in my pocket. I don't know. I don't mind. Like, if you... Like, if, I don't... I'd rather... I'd rather... I don't... It's like the little... What's that little story? The little boy who cried wolf? Uh-huh. Each time you cry, I want to come check because I'm yeah. not the person that if you're not telling the truth, I don't want to be the person to not show up on the fourth time. You know, on this in the story oh. with the little with the oh, little boy who had right. the story. He was yeah, like yeah. he cried wolf for three times, and then, the wolf came. and then the fourth time when the wolf really came, he gagged. He gagged, and they didn't come and help him. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be. 
the person that I want to share it every time I see it. Every mm-hmm. time I see it, if no matter if I know the proof or not, here mm-hmm. you go. Y'all make y'all decisions. Mm-hmm. But I'm also going to share it, and, and I'm going to be like, I don't know what's going on, but mm-hmm. listen, we'll, look at this girl. What's tea? What's tea, bitch? <laughs> what do you think? What y'all think, know. honeys? I That's... Just- I That's stay out the way and, and watch and see what's going on. I'll get my little one twos on and I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I'll talk about it. That's like, my way of sharing it. Cause now where's the justice? Cause it done died down now. What's going on? What happened? What's the result? What happened? What's the justice, baby? So what's get, going on? Like I haven't where's heard the anything new video? about it. Where's the new video about what the police is doing? Yeah. Okay. Cause then he delete all his information, all his social media. And all no, that it's shit. still there. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought he deleted it. Well, he said, like, it was about a week later, mm-hmm. I think, or about five days later when he made a live clarify. He said that he talked to, he had recently just talked to a detective, like, the day before or, like, two and days before. And they told him not to say anything, and the lawyers told him not to say nothing, but he said it anyway. The Lord? The lawyer. <laughs> the lawyer. <laughs> yeah. The lawyer. Work. Work. <laughs> Work. The Lord yeah. said no hell. Come so, on, get that Christian sorry. coin, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, it's just a slow case. Yeah. No updates at all? None. Okay. Okay. Well, I hope everything pans out. I hope out every, well. it, if it happened, I hope everything goes fine. If you scammed us, yes. Yes, bitch. Because that <laughs> was my FFS money, bitch. Come on, community. I need I need a new money. You shit it. I, if you, if you did, if you. Any kind of scam that works, I'm like, yeah, wear it out. <laughs> I, 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 do, I just don't like my integrity being questioned. Yeah. <laughs> okay, my, during the process. You know, I don't. I want you to know that when I say something, it's legit. <laughs> I don't want you to think I'm a scamming queen. That's for me. Listen, because that's only going to work one time. Because think about it. If something, he needs something. And everybody think he just scammed the girls. He ain't going to be able to get no more. No shame. You feel what I'm saying? No shame. So for me, if you scammed, great, wear it out. I don't want to scam because when I need something for real, Bitch, for real, I, need, I, need I want it. you to know it's not a scam. Girl. <laughs> and that's my perspective. <laughs> Bitch, you know, Shay, 20,000 20, is a lot, but it goes fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And honey, and you can get something right then, but baby, what happens later when it's some real tea you need? Mm-hmm. For me, you know, I want you. If I ask for some, understand that I need it. I want it. I yes, need it. Is. It's in dire situation. Oh my God! I want to thank all of our new patrons this week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yay, 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 yay! So not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast, you know. I also donate to other podcasts. I donate to other organizations. I have my finger on the post of the community. And I know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here. So you're not only helping to sustain us, you're helping to sustain other people in a community. Because I put my money where my mouth is. You know, that's just the kind of bitch I am. Community is fuck. <laughs> so thank you. I really, really appreciate you. And if you have not become a patron, why have you not? You can donate as low as a dollar a month. It doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please. Do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? <laughs> All righty. Anyway, thank y'all. 
And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. So I wanted to talk about fear mm-hmm. and how it has manifested in my life. On During our live show, one of our questions um, Rob asked was about fear. And I wanted to go into a little more into it on mm-hmm. how fear kind of has manifested. Not manifested, but kind of how I respond to fear. Mm-hmm. So I come up in a home where um earlier in my early life there was a lot of physical violence mm-hmm. so my stepfather my my middle brother's father was really physically violent to my mother mm-hmm. i mean like extreme um and one incident i remember is like one of my first memories about um about like domestic violence mm-hmm. I feel I heard them fighting in the room. How old were you, by the yeah. way? Yeah, I was like six. Six. Wow. Heard them fighting in the room, and I'm like standing outside the room, like, "What's going on? Why are they fighting?" Yeah. You know, because I'm six. Your baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, "Why are they fighting?" And what's going on? And all of a sudden, the door flings open, and my mother. It's coming out of the room and saying, go call the police. Go call the police. And I turn around and run, and I'm about to run upstairs to go up to... She tells me, go up to Carol's and call the police. So I'm turning around to run mm-hmm. up to Carol's, which is like the next upstairs neighbor. Um, um, older woman. She's older than my mom. My mom is young. Um, and she says... Um, when, when she tells me to do it, I turn around and immediately do it. But as soon as I turn around to do it, he grabs her, flings her into back into the room, comes out and says, you better not go up there. And you know, when you little and your parents like yell at you mm-hmm. or something, that shit and scares the fuck and out of you. sends like Ooh. almost like shivers through yeah. your Especially body. Especially a you male, can feel it. Yeah. A male angry, a male voice. angry voice. Right. Mm-hmm. And it sent, and it's the, the first base, time my body had felt, my body had felt it. Mm-hmm. And it froze me. Mm-hmm. And I was just like fear stricken mm-hmm. in that moment. And he had put a bag over my mom's head and slammed the door. <gasps> And so I still hear them fighting and I fear stricken. And for like maybe, I don't know, you know, in moments like this, you kind of feel. You forget the time. The time. It may be a quick time, but it seemed like the longest amount of time. But I get out of a stun stage and run upstairs and, um, and call the police or whatever. So in that moment, um, it molded my response to fear mm-hmm. for the rest of my life mm. because I felt extremely bad about myself because what happened was this person put a fear in me mm-hmm. that what if he would have killed my mom? And mm-hmm. you were, and you were so afraid. And I was so anything. afraid that I didn't go do what I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And, and so from that point on, I purposely like have fought through fear my whole life since then. Mm. So anything that made me scared, I fought through it. Like I mm. would it triggered me into instead of a flight, it figured me into it triggered me into a fight. Mm. 
like instead immediately of instead of instead of flight instead, oh, of, instead running, of leaving okay instead of running or freezing i go into fight mode like my body i don't like the feeling of fear mm -hmm. i don't like the feeling of being scared i don't like the feeling of somebody um Having control. Having that physical control mm -hmm. with their voice, trying to punk me, trying to... Um, anything that in makes you feel in danger. Yes. Anything like that, I my body triggers to want to fight. No, like, it makes it's sense. Just, it's just something because of that situation. Like, I remember it so vividly. So, when we were talking about fear, when they asked the question, Rob from um, Inner Whole Uprising, when they asked the question, I went, I took it on a, I took it on a more like I don't want to, I don't want to walk through the world fearing, mm -hmm. but it's a, it's a deeper level than that. Like I fear, I do not allow fear to fear to run my life. I don't mm -hmm. let it. Period. It's something that if mm -hmm. I feel scary about something, I. You push through handle, it. Um, I handle it. You, it's not something that makes me run away from things. Oh, I have a different response. So what is your, that's that's my question. What is your response to fear? Like what is, how do you respond to fear? Um, oh, my, 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 my statement is going to be a little lengthy. Um, okay. <laughs> so, um, like you okay so if you listen to the live show or if you were at the live show you heard diamond describe the differences between me and her body size and just our experiences and the way that we dealt with um cis men or in and being in danger and how she felt as though how her being her specific type of trans woman may have not made um people who want to endanger trans women not as receptive and and it being the opposite for me um the way i handle fear as far as a deep level i'll actually give a, an example that happened to me i'm not gonna say when this this example happened but however um uh, I just seen um, the grapevines um, talk about uh, um, legalizing prostitution and or sex work, excuse me. And um, because sex work isn't just selling your your ass or your pussy for money. It, it could be other revenue or dick. Or dick <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. And um, so that it was just. It was just all these on on the show. It was all these people who had something to say about sex work. Who was probably well, we don't know. Uh, probably participating in on the opposite end or not, right? And there were two, I think, two women who were sex workers. One was the dominatrix, and the other one, um, I don't know if you would call stripping a form of sex work, but she yes. was a, uh, a a former stripper, or she was a stripper, at, or she is a stripper. I forgot what their names is, but um, they were very lovely people. Um, the dominatrix um, specifically stood out for me because she was very well spoken. The stripper, she was kind of low key, but she was she was still holding her ground. And I respect her for that. But um, the reason why I'm bringing that up is because I had an incident with a client, and um, I always have this stereotype about white clients. Um, I, I feel like they're they're not as aggressive. Their sessions are easy. I don't have to do too much. I could do what the fuck I want to do, and I'm not gonna be hounded for because this is what they paid for the this their time. So they've always been easier. They've always paid me my rate. So now I ain't gonna say all of them. Some of them then then tried to get me for my uh, bargain shop and all that shit. Like, <laughs> but, but that's what niggas. Shit. All that shit. But niggas, that's niggas. So um, 
or that's just people to be honest but um so i i had a a white client that hit me up and was like oh i want to see you either um i'll come to you or i want you to come to me and my alcohols are more money so i was like shit i'm gonna come to you then and he he decided that he wanted to come uh wanted me to come to him he kept texting me like over and over saying how nervous he was and how this was the first time. And I'm just thinking to myself like, okay, I've dealt with this before. Let me just go ahead and talk to him so he can just be cool. So I talked to him on the way there. When I get there, the 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 phone conversation was pleasant. He tells me about his past and just, just really telling me he's a positive person and all this shit. I get there and, um, He's waiting for me and tells me where to park so my car won't get towed. I come inside. When I come inside, I get triggered because every time I've been robbed, the lights were off. Mm. So the lights were off when I get in. And when niggas want to dim, that shit triggers me. So I was robbed three times and each time it was like this. And so I was like, oh, no, baby, where are the lights? And he was like, oh, I just kind of like it dim. I was like, oh, no, turn on the lights. And I, um, the way his apartment set up is that you got to walk down this hall in order to get to, like, either the left or the right. There's some some doors. The, the To the left is, like, the kitchen. And so I, I was like, okay, no, I need some lights, baby. Turn on some lights. So he turns on the light. I can see. So I start coming down the hallway. Well, while I'm coming down the hallway, I hear, like, a sound, like a jiggly sound. I immediately get triggered and get scared and I, and I get frightened and I start going back around. Oh my God. Oh my God. He was like, Oh no, baby, that's just the dog. And it kind of sounded like a leash. So I was like, okay. And the bitch, that could be a dog. I was like, listen, and I, I tell him because he starts to get irritated by me being triggered, which I know can be irritating, especially if you just want shit to go and you, you nervous and shit. So I'm like, look, baby, this has happened to me. This is why I'm acting like this. He's like, oh, okay, cool. I don't mean no harm. So I, so I, I go down the hallway. We make the left to go uh, through the kitchen to where uh, where his bedroom is. When we get to his bedroom, he shuts the door. I'm like, that's a trigger for me already because, bitch, if we in your apartment, what you shutting the door for? Usually usually clients do that when they not by themselves or you or you just super private or you think somebody going to come in, but you shouldn't think that if you by yourself. So I'm like, I'm keeping my eye on it. I'm like, okay, so you shut the door. Okay, cool. And when I come in, I don't know if y'all ever uh, ever seen people who like are, um, what do you call those people that are homebodies? Like their room like, be like all types of shit be in there so it's available available for them to get. It, not saying it was messy, but I just could tell that he spent a lot of time in there. And so I come in, I'm like, okay, cool. So I sit down. Now, mind you, he tells me that this is his first time and he's, but he goes right into like trying to kiss me. I was like, oh, baby, no. I told you over the phone that uh, we take care of business first and then we get to it. And I'm like, okay, cool. So he, he, Gives me my coin. And I was like, okay, well, let's get this started. Get comfortable. And so I have to convince him to take off his clothes. So he takes off his clothes. I'm like, okay, we good. I'm in the green. So we get the session started. He starts telling me what to do. And like, oh, no, do this. Oh, no, do that. And I said, oh, no, baby, that's not the way this works. I control everything. I run shit. So what you would tell me what you want to do and we could work it out he was like okay i want to do such and such and such i'm like okay cool so you know relax we start doing the session he was like well i want you be i want you to get oh should i go into detail, go to detail okay but... so he tries to make me do things that i'm telling him 
that we can't do. He wants me to top him. So when I when when I was like, okay, I look at some I look at some porn and I'm like, okay, I'm there. So we I start to top him. There's shit on me. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh baby. Oh no, we can't do it because you're not clean. And he says, Oh, well, this is something that I really wanted to do. And I'm like, Oh no, that's disgusting. We're not doing that. <sighs> and I was like, Well, but you know what? You can see me in the future, because bitch, I'm trying to secure the bag. So you can see me in the future. I'll just give you the information so you could dish. And he was like, Well, no, I want to do it now. Cause mm-hmm. that's what that's what I expected during my visit. And I tell him, No, we're not doing that because I'm not playing and shit. I'm not doing that. That's disgusting. But if we, if you want to do it, we can do it. Just not today. So how are we going to, how are we about to end this? Cause now I'm getting irritated. Cause you trying to make me do something I don't want to do. Right. So I try to end the session and he's telling me, no, I want the, I want you to fuck me. No, no. I, and he's demanding it. And I'm like, the fuck? Um, and I keep explaining to him, no, this is disgusting. This oh, is the man. reason why he just does not get it. So I said, oh, look, th- let me tell you something. This is not going to happen. So how, what we got to do to um, end this session? Because your time, it's almost up. And I'm leaving when my time is up. And so I hear something in the hallway outside the door. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God, what is that? And I start, I start freaking out because I'm naked. And I'm like, oh, my God. He says, oh, baby, that's just the dog. I'm thinking to myself, how the fuck the dog get out? I'm like, okay, that's the dog. So I, I paid no mind. I'm still trying to get rid of this session, now, session. But now I'm starting to realize this motherfucker lied about being a first-time client because he's too good at what he's doing. He's he The way that he's talking to me, this shit ain't new. So I'm like, okay, he's lying. He's lying to me. So this may be a whole finesse. So I don't know where the fuck this can go. I keep hearing weird shit. I'm on my P's and Q's. Then I hear something, I hear something walking around and I hear like a door. I said, oh my God, somebody's here. He says, yeah, baby, my, uh, my son is here from out of town. I said, so we're not by ourselves. He was like, oh no, what? People can't just go to the refrigerator at nighttime. I'd be like, oh my God. I started to freak out. I'm like, oh my God. So now, because all these, all this witchy shit starts happening. I think something is about to go down. Mm-hmm. so now baby it's time to end my session I, like, I was like oh baby you got five minutes now and he was like well baby I want you to he tries to coax me into having having uh, penetrating him again and I have to argue with him about that so I said okay I guess, we're, I guess we're just not going to be able to do it and then I start hearing something again this time I'm panicking I'm in full panic mode so I said oh we're, running in. we're about to end this because I didn't know somebody was going to be here so I put on my clothes and I start panicking and, almost, and crying because that's my way of like trying to trying to get out of the situation and I start telling him hey um, I'm a good person um, I don't deserve no evil shit to happen to me so I start to like play with their mental to like try to make them understand that I'm still a human because I think when people are in like when people are in their in their mind when they're in aspects where they're trying to attack you they have like this focus and they're, men- they're mentally trying to convince themselves why they should do harm to you so I'm trying to convince to him that I'm a good person I don't deserve this I just came over here to do this but at the same time i'm panicking and then he he raises his voice to me and says stop that and i'm like i'm like okay i'm confused i'm I'm getting now i'm really panicking because i forgot to say when he disrobed he had a gun on his ankle 
Mm-hmm. And he tells me that he's ex-military. During our conversation there, he told me about him getting trapped in a tree when he was younger, going hunting with his father. And his father gave him a, a shotgun and a boar had him up in a tree and he dropped the shotgun. And his father told him, whenever you're in danger, you don't drop your gun. Why did you drop your gun? And that's something that he always remembers. So I'm thinking about all this shit. And so I'm like, oh, my God, I'm about to get God. Oh, my God. And I trust I'm sitting here thinking that this is a white man. He ain't going to do nothing to me. And he about to get me together. Oh, my God. So long story short, that's what happened. When I get when I feel fear, I try to mentally um yeah go tell them people. how you got out of it because oh. that's one of your ways you forgetting about oh, the part oh, so i i talked him into like i started playing with his mental i was like oh i'm a good person i i don't deserve nothing like this i don't know what's going on and when he when he yells at me it shocks me so that gets me out of crying mode because now i know it's serious because you don't raise your voice at me so i don't know why so i'm like okay baby it's 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 time for me to go so i put on my clothes and he he walks me out but i don't just because this motherfucker is walking me out i still don't think that i got the green light because that's what happened when i got robbed the first time he walked me to my motherfucking car then he got me together so i'm still in retreat but in my mind i'm thinking i'm letting him know that everything is cool because he got triggered in the room when i started panicking so i don't want this motherfucker to do nothing to me so i'm walking he's walking me to my car i'm like oh god please just let me get to my car please just let me get to my car but i'm being polite to him i'm telling him about how i want to come back and you know trying to be trying to be this doll that he envisions or that he wants and so when i get to my car i'm like okay he won't let me go he continues this conversation so now i'm thinking that something is about to go down because we right in front of his garage but mind you his garage is out in the open where everybody can see so i kind of feel okay but then i then again i don't and so a black couple pulls up right next to us and i'm like oh thank you Mm. And this makes him look back. And I I keep looking at them while I'm having a conversation with him. And he and I said, okay, well, baby, I got to go because, you know, this is it's starting to get hot. So I don't want, you know, I don't want no drama. So I'm about to go. So I give him a kiss on a, a fake kiss on the cheek in the air, not on him. <laughs> and and I get in the car. Now, how what I wanted to do was roll down the window and like speak to the black couple but as i back out i look to the right of me and he's in the doorway looking at me as if trying to make sure i don't say nothing or that's what i thought so i rolled up the motherfucking window and hit it got Mm. my coin but that's what i do in circumstances where i feel like i'm endangered i've always done that when i was younger i almost got raped in um in a fucking creek when i was when in a country and that's just something that country people do they be doing crazy shit like that so no. <laughs> yeah bitch i was just walking in the creek with some nigga looking at the moon and bitch one thing led to another i thought he wanted my pussy and i and i'm in the creek i'm like oh girl if you want to take he was way bigger than me so i was like oh if he want to take my pussy bitch i'm out of there so mm-hmm. i talked my way out of that every 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 robbery that i've been in i've talked my way out of i'm i'm just i know that god be on my side because i know that shit don't work all the time but that's that's how i work through fear yeah <laughs> so me- i told you it was gonna be a little long-winded <laughs> 
Okay. So you was you was right, Dobbin. Bitch, so, I because I bitch, I'm I'm not the strongest and I'm not saying that you are, but I know if you pop somebody, it's going they going to feel it two times harder than if I popped somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to me, for me I'm very strategic. Um it's something my dad cuz he's ex-military. Mm-hmm. It's something he kind of taught me how to be was mentally strong. Mm-hmm. So before you emotionally before you put your emotions through it Mm -hmm. so for me i'm just like strategic i'm pointing out um i'm pointing out reasons why the situation is uncomfortable and Mm -hmm. how to get out of it before i get myself into the situation like i could see it before it happens Mm -hmm. if that makes sense and i I can read energy i pay attention to people energy Mm -hmm. before i even put myself there but if i'm in a dangerous situation out of nowhere and fear comes because i feel like it's a natural response Mm -hmm. um what do i do you had a moment where a client tried to put you in a headlock um what did you do what did i do in that moment well, the reason why he did is because I grabbed him by the dick. Is because he ain't want to give me my rate. <laughs> so which I grabbed I, him. Which is necessary. I grabbed him by the dick. And he put me in the headlock. So I just let him go. And then I knew that he. I don't know. I didn't know how the situation was going to go. I just let him go. And I just. Wait, 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 wait. Hmm? So you So basically, okay, so basically he Is he trying to no, finesse? No, no, no. Basically okay. what happened was he gave me my full rate at the beginning, uh-huh. but then I didn't do everything he wanted to do. So the money was sitting there on the bathroom stall on the bathroom sink still and he took it back and was like, "Well, we ain't do all I want to do." He took my oh, money no. and then I grabbed him by the dick and then <laughs> Baby. and then he put me in the head like I just let him go. And then, like, I was seeing where he was going from there. Because if he would have did something else, he wouldn't have let me go. I don't know. Some just told me he was going to let me go. If he wouldn't have let me go, I would have got my way out of there. So, basically, I was did just Did you get your money back? Yeah. No, uh, wait. No, wait. No, no he did. Because he, he followed us to Walmart. Yeah, he gave me my money. Yeah, yeah, he did. He gave me my money. I'm just very strategic through things. I was like, okay, if this don't work, I was like, if this don't work, then I'm going to do this. If this don't work, then I'm going to do this. And then then I just try to take it step by step through the fear. Uh I go in survival mode rather than rage or rather Uh than than fear driven or rather than freezing up. Sometimes I'll freeze up depending on the situation. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, okay, how does it go? Like time stops. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay. And then boom. You know right. what I mean? And I used to, I used to be an athlete, so like I had to think fast. That's something I already trained my mind to do. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the ways I do it. Mm. Yeah. Strategic. Mm-hmm. Strategy. All right. I just wanted to see what your mindset <laughs> was uh, around fear and, you know, that's but, what it is. But if you pop me, I don't give a fuck what you look like. I'm popping you back, and I might not win, but bitch, listen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. She don't be very strategic sometimes, bitch. Pop this. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. So basically, a teen, his case has been going on for a minute. It started in 2017, and basically he stabbed one of his bullies, um, is a gay boy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he stabbed one of his bullies in the chest and he died. And yeah, we talked about this before. It was an update, right? Yeah, we yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he killed the no, he killed one of them, and then it was another one he hurt. And so basically, he didn't he didn't officially come out as gay. They basically assumed he was gay. You know, you can sense people's queerness sometimes, and he didn't come out till after the trial. So basically, they actually lowered it down from second degree murder to manslaughter. And he was found guilty recently. Um, and the parents was the parents' resolutions was the school should have metal detectors. Um, there should be LGBTQ advocates, you know, trying to work things out and yeah, trying to figure it out. Yeah, they want this when shit happen, but when shit don't happen, where y'all be at? They want mm-hmm. the advocates to address the bullying and all of that. And as we know, it's a lot of violence that goes with LGBTQ kids. Mm-hmm. Some of them respond in different ways. Well, mo- the most common way is suicide. But there was another uh, boy. What was his name? Let me find his name. <laughs> Sorry. His It was Oliver something. Last name Oliver. Yeah, in, in Bakersville, California, Brian Oliver. He got 27 years in prison after shooting his classmate in the chest. And then tried to and fired at a second, but he didn't kill anybody. But he got 27 years in prison Damn. and eligible for parole in 13 years. Um, Damn. And his parents tried to sue for 5.5 million. And in the other case with Abel Sedino is the one that got um, found guilty recently. Um, his parents tried to sue. He tried to sue the Department of Education because he used to come home with bruises on him. And they and, paid it. And basically, they were saying the the school neglected. And even with Nigel Shelby, the and little boy that, that killed himself, yeah. the they were saying the mom said that the school told him being gay was a choice, and he ended up killing himself. He was a little boy that uh, committed God. suicide. That's why. That's why LBGT people being in the education system is so important. It's so important. The girls couldn't take it when they were teach. They started to teach LBGT, LBGT subjects in New York. All the bitches were over it. Yeah, all the signs are there. Like they even said, these boys would come home crying. They would come home yeah. with bruises. They would. They feel like they were fighting bullied. for yeah. their life, right? And they, so, but they are fighting for their life because they have to go to school. You go to your parents can go to jail if you don't go to school for truancy. So you have to, there's something that you have to do as a child and and for you to be bullied on a fucking daily basis. Imagine what that would do to you. Yeah, and they're babies. They're like 15, yeah. 14, yeah, I, ooh. So I went to uh, a magnet school in for junior high mm-hmm. and I got expelled for stabbing somebody in the neck. With a pencil, right? No, with a mail uh, envelope opener, a mail envelope oh. opener. Oh, you was trying to kill him. But she just snapped like that fear driven. So, and it really she wasn't. It wasn't fear driven. It, it was just. It was fear driven, but okay. it it it, it tur- my fear turns into rage. Right. So it turns into it turn my like yeah. It's just it's like almost mm-hmm. like a like you put a cat in a corner. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to get out of the corner. Mm-hmm. So it turns into a rage for me. So this is how the incident started with me. I this guy, attractive guy, um, asked me if I had a, a textbook that 
he could take home and do the homework that he was supposed to be doing. I had already mm-hmm. finished mine. And so I already turned it in early. It was done. I had a book. Mm-hmm. He can use my book. That's in my mind. It totally me being nice. Yeah, you yeah. can use my book. Just bring it back. He has a girlfriend named, his name is Mike. He has a girlfriend named Jessica. Jessica has a best friend named Pebbles. So. <laughs> Your memory is so good. So, so the bell rings. We, his, his locker is by my, like his locker is like at the end of the hallway and mine is like in the middle of the hallway. Mm. So I'm waiting for, he's supposed to meet me at my locker to get the book that he asked me to borrow to mm-hmm. do his assignment. Him and Jessica, him, Jessica, and Pebbles is at his locker talking. Mm -hmm. So I'm at my locker with the book like, Like, come on, girl. Come and get this book. Like, come on, da-da-da-da. So I got shit to do. So I walk over to their locker and say, here you go. I don't say here you go. I just kind of stand there like, like, waiting for them to stop talking so he can turn around and get the book like here yeah. because I want to make it clear the reason why I didn't just hand it to him like here here's the book is because I need to have a conversation this is my textbook I and don't I need, need you back. to lose it I need it back mm-hmm. so I'm waiting for him to get done talking to whatever he's doing mm-hmm. to Jessica mm-hmm. Pebble see me sitting there waiting mm-hmm. and Pebble says what are you sitting here for? Ooh, a girl, I can't stand him kind of girl. Why are you in his face? I popped He big... ain't gay. Oh. Oh. What? Now, mind you, I am... I am in eighth grade, so I'm about 13. And I was like, what are you talking about? Mm. I, he asked me to borrow the book. This is what I'm trying to give him. I'm trying to give him the book, and... You need to mind your fucking business. This ain't got nothing to do with you. And she brought the whole gay thing in. And I'm like, what? This ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Yeah. What are you, why are you even bringing this up? So I'm over it. And I was like, first of all, he asked about my book and you need to shut the fuck up talking to me. Because you be, you get what I'm saying? You being real extra. She was like, fuck you, fag. Oh, girl, that would have triggered the fuck out of me. (sighs) <laughs> so, because I trolled a bitch for playing with me like that too. Well, I almost did. I didn't. She was scary. So, of course, that triggers me, and I bash her. <laughs> she said it so casually, and I bash her. <laughs> but in the because she's a girl, and I'm a boy. Mm-hmm. The way you at the time. At the time, it turns into. Oh, you hit a girl type Right. Of it turns mm-hmm. into, oh, you hit a girl. Mm-hmm. And so then he, <laughs> he had no tries to get into her. it. Because now he got to protect the women, quote unquote. He tries to get into it, Jessica. Now it's three against one. Which is shady. So, all right. What my mama taught me is if I get... In a jump, so you focus on one. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you think of? That's just, that's exactly maybe if you get in a fight, you, you focus, 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 and on. go crazy, <laughs> <laughs> go crazy, be real extra, bite noses, be ah! crazy. <laughs> that's what my mama said too. You scratch, you growl, you do, you do whatever, whatever you gotta you do. do. 
You Listen. go, but you gotta be real extra. It can't just be regular. Like, hey, 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 you gotta go nuts. I hate that I envision like <laughs> ape shit coming yes. on. Are you doing all that? Yes. <laughs> so I immediately, once I see that he's trying to get in it, I immediately switch to him and we're fighting. Do, 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 do. The Pope, not the Pope, bitch, why did I say the Pope? <laughs> Mr. Pope, the, the teacher name is Pope. His last Hi. name is Pope. Mr. Pope grabs me, slams me down to the ground, and gets on top of me. Where they control you. She comes over and says, boom, and busts me in my face while he's on top of me. Because that's what they do in the school system. You you well, you've seen it. When they when people fight, the what the teachers don't be thinking, oh, this person, that person, they just grab one person or they tackle most most of the time they I fucking guess whoever tackle beating you. up the most so, ass probably. Who? Well, no, they just pick one. They just pick one at their convenience. So it was who, he I was the closest to you. Yeah, so okay. whoever's at the closest to I don't want to say it was uh, any kind of situation. I just <laughs> feel I was his room was okay. he I was the first person he could get to. That okay. was that way of diffusing the situation. Okay. Yeah, so, he so whoever me down on the ground, ground is getting twirled. And got me on got on top of me to hold me down and she bashed me. He didn't hold me down on purpose. It's just he was trying to defuse the situation. Yeah. So anyway, security comes, takes me to the um Takes me to the office with her. Bitch, you thinking us, about that bag? Handcuff us both. Ooh. Pussy on fire. Fire. <laughs> so it's about 30 minutes because we got to wait for the paddy wagon to come because they sent us both to juvenile. Oh, girl. Oh, wow. And we got the, um, we, I, I am seething. Oh, I, I would have been the whole entire time. I'm on fire. The fact that you my popped insides, me. My insides are boiling with rage. And I'm just sitting there quiet. She, This is half an hour later, so we should be calmed down if we were any type of normal people. But I'm not normal. <laughs> <laughs> She's calmed down. She was like, she tells the security officers that come in there, oh, we we ain't mad no more. Can you take these handcuffs off? They are they are hurting my hand, and we done calm down. We are not going to fight. Can you take these off? In my mind, I'm like, please. Oh, yes. <laughs> Convince him to take these handcuffs <laughs> off. Because when I take when these handcuffs off, bitch, you are getting war. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sitting there hoping. So he doesn't listen at first. 15 minutes go by. So that's like 45 minutes we done sit there and been quiet. In in this office, 15 minutes, another 15 minutes go by. So it's like an hour. We're waiting on the paddy wagons to come. They never show up. Well, they end up showing up later, but they don't, yeah, an hour to walk back. <laughs> Baby, she's crying. She's like, please, we done calm down. We we not even mad no more. Can you take these handcuffs off? So he finally Damn, listened. Damn, distress. Finally listen, baby. And come over there and take her handcuffs off first. And then come over and take mine off. Woo! <laughs> Why did he do that? <laughs> Baby, he stops and he he takes the handcuffs off. I'm chilling. He walks. He soon as he gets out of the office door, I pick up, it's an envelope mailer, and I take it and say, boom, and just cut her like right here. Mm. And just start going ape shit on her. We're out. They expelled me. (laughs) (laughs) They expelled me. And. Did you wear her out? Yes. I wore out. That's what they expelled me for. She didn't get expelled. I did. Mm. So. 
For me, this was a culmination of multiple things. It wasn't just that situation. Mm -hmm. That situation triggered it. Mm -hmm. But at this point in my life, this was the worst era of schooling for me. From seventh, from sixth grade to eighth, was the worst. Mm. Like the in, in far as bullying, there was some bullying in high school, but it it wasn't as bad when you were younger. It wasn't for some as reason. bad between sixth and they eighth. Are evil at that age. It was horrible, and for me, between sixth and eighth, this is also when teachers were late too. Like it mm -hmm. wasn't just it wasn't just the students. It was teachers mm -hmm. trying to punish be you. Be cute, be smart, Using make their jokes, as, yeah. make jokes like you're the butt of these gay ass fucking jokes. You're the um of being sweet and yeah, like, you and know? but they do it so they can't get in trouble. Right. It ain't direct. It's more like mm -hmm. um, it's indirect. It's in the, like but they'll say something you... like um, you know. Don't come in here with all that funny business. Mm -hmm. Like like mm. that or um you know when people are different, you know, with a little sugar in their tank, making little jokes not directed at me, but you know you're talking about me mm -hmm. that's making the students laugh. Mm -hmm. It it's just it, it's not just students. It was it was um people it was And make that too. perfectly clear because mm -hmm. I think when when children get in trouble from school or they get they get some type of correction as a parent before you get on the school size side investigate that because sometimes your child is telling you the truth yeah sometimes it's your child telling you the truth i i know for me it was both of them it was maybe if you didn't dress like that maybe if you didn't act like a that girl bullshit. this wouldn't be happening this will be teachers and so for me this was my rage of the last three years. I'm talking about from sixth grade all the way into eighth. So I think you did it that I, I was I was in a rage. I was I was too I was tired of having to walk different ways home. Oh my god, that. I will, I, or walk or, or walk different ways in the fucking school so you wouldn't have to be um bump into people during different period changes mm -hmm. mm. or walk different ways or um just just inconvenience my motherfucking life mm. listen to, to avoid bullying to avoid this to avoid and sometimes you couldn't avoid it because they were in your classroom yes mm -hmm. and so um it just it, it this particular situation once the trigger happened it was done and over it. I was in a rage. I was wore out. It was what it was. I was, I could, whatever consequences, I was ready to take them. Whatever I had to do. Mm -hmm. So suicide wasn't an option. My brain don't work like that. Mm -hmm. Um, My, yeah, my, I, yeah, some I, people don't react that way. Yeah, yeah as you guys Hurting know myself my is, I, you know, that, type of experience I just don't relate to. Mm -hmm. I I understand it. I get that's other people experience by hurting myself. I will blow up a school before I will like before <laughs> not literally y'all. No, literally. Uh, no, I'm telling you. <laughs> before I kill myself, uh, yeah. I will go into school and shoot it up. I was that person. Right. So, I'm not a person that oh, I'm going to go home and oh my god, um 
I just can't take this no more. Let me off myself. That ain't, that's not how my brain works. My brain was, let me go in here and just shoot everybody up. <laughs> like when Columbine happened, oh Columbine gosh. happened in 99. When, I remember was it 99? I can't remember. I can't think it was, it was when I was in high school. I was, I was in um, that was crazy. high school. So, baby, I, when Columbine happened, my immediate thought was, see, what if I did this to you motherfuckers? Y'all bothering me. What and if I did this to y'all? Reaction. That was exactly like students were like, "Oh, bitch, y'all better stop fucking with them people, people because yeah. they gonna get you together." They gonna shoot and you would up. hear those conversations, mm-hmm. and you would see like the bullies bully like certain people, and then they kind of like think about it like, mm. and then somebody will make a comment like, "Okay, bitch, when he shoot up the school, no, yeah. I'm your friend." I've heard I, that. And people too. would say, "Oh, I'm your friend," and I, I ain't say nothing to you, right? <laughs> right. And they would do, <laughs> but they would purposely do that, and it made people conscious. Yeah. Like these mother- you can push these motherfuckers to the brink and I was I was for me I was in a really really stressful time in my life like I, my mother had this is when I was dealing with my mother's addiction I had she had lost us she had put I was in a guardian home you see what I'm saying mm-hmm. she went to prison so I was in a group home so I was in a, pl- a I was in a place where I wasn't with my family mm-hmm. this is a whole new situation for me mm-hmm. and I'm just going through the this bullying like it's nothing and I can't deal with it and then we, our group home was across the street from the school. So these niggas is not only teasing me on some fucking you gay shit. They're teasing me on some, oh, you ain't got no family. Oh, Whoa. you. Uh, it was a bunch of stuff that they were you because they knew all the boys that lived in that group home and because probably, it was right across the street. And probably making threats saying, uh, saying they're gonna get you on the way to on on, the, on your way to your home and all that mm-hmm. extra. I remember all that shit. And then one of the boys sell drugs, and my mama was a dope fiend in the hood. He would tease me about, oh, I can just get your mama to suck my dick for some crack. You see the yeah. level of stuff that I was dealing with. It was a level. It wasn't just about the gay. It was It was multiple things that were happening. Yeah, the boy that got sentenced to 27, they was, mm-hmm. they was bullying him about his weight, about his hair color, about yeah. all types Baby. of shit. They it was just together. levels to it's it. It's just evil. And children don't have no, um, what is it called? When you can, you can think about um, whether something is too much and when it's not, they don't have like that. For me, yeah. I feel like they don't have like that judgment that maturity to that, be like, oh, that, this is um, too much. That maturity and coping mechanisms. Queer Walk mm-hmm. talked about coping mechanisms recently on a new show, on the one of the recent episodes, and that's that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like I didn't, I didn't have those yet, and mm-hmm. so. I was on the brink. So me mm-hmm. doing that to her, if I had access to a gun, I probably it would I probably would have shot at my school. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that's what it was. I just had access to a envelope opener <laughs> at the time. That was mm-hmm. my trigger. I didn't care what could happen. I didn't care what the consequences was. I did get expelled and I had to go to an alternative school. Um and it what funny also in this particular time of my life, um like my black teachers was shady as fuck to me. Mm. Black they be the main was ones, sh- was okay. shady as fuck. They be the main ones but, trying to get you together and be cute. But the ones who were coming in as savior was white women. Really? Like between sixth grade, seventh grade, and eighth grade, everybody was oh, trying to me throw too. me away. No shade. They all were trying to throw me away because I was acting feminine, because I was being who I was, and 
it who were my allies who was coming in now i don't you know of course there could be multiple different reasons why but they were the ones who were coming in to save the day yeah they no were shade. coming like they would try to they tried to hold me back when i got expelled they tried to hold me back that year so i had to go do eighth grade over again uh-huh. but she was like her name is samantha andros um samantha came in and was like no we know what's happening He's being bullied. She was like, <laughs> yeah, she was like, he's being bullied. And I needed to take that test. It was a, it's called the I-STEP test. Um, it's a, basically a statewide test that you have to take. Like the toss to, or the yeah, test. Yeah, blah, 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 all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So in Indiana, Indiana, it's called the I-STEP. And so we had to take the test. In order, you had to pass it in order to graduate right. and go to right. high school. And so I got expelled like the week before so if I didn't pass that test, I would have to do eighth grade over. Or summer school. Or summer school. Mm-hmm. And she was like, no, this is, this is no, 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 yeah. let's let him, she was, you know, mm-hmm. I, I hadn't transitioned yet, and let him go to, um, let me, admin, I'm a teacher, let me administer him the test mm-hmm. and let him go to alternative school and let him be able to graduate. And that's what happened with me, not on that level, but mm-hmm. I was supposed to fail and um, if I didn't pass this class, I wasn't gonna graduate mm-hmm. from high school. And it was this. Uh, she was a white teacher, and she was just like, "You, you know, I'm supposed to fail you, right?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah." She's like, "But you know what? I'm gonna give you a graduation gift." And she passed me. Oh, that's nice. And but she could have said, "Girl, no ma'am." Yeah. So, Everybody could have said, "No ma'am." Okay. Yeah. So basically, he was getting stuff thrown at him the same day that he decided to act out so basically what i brought up the topic for was how do y'all feel like would be the best resolutions to to calm this down because the statistics show suicide is a third leading cause of death among adolescents which is fucking sad and gay teens are four times more likely than straight teens to make the attempts so i see a rise and people lashing back out at their bullies so how do we fix this? How? I I honestly think um it's it's the parents. Um why? Because you need to um I understand as mothers because um I live with my I help raise my niece and my nephew. So as mothers, uh, especially if you're a single mother, um it can be very difficult to manage life and manage children and do all this at the same time just being one person. So I understand that. However, I think that it's very important if you have children to have these conversations and 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 give your give your child the benefit of the doubt. Don't second guess them and be like, oh, well, you know, they're not going to understand where I'm coming from. Just just try. Give them the benefit of the doubt. And if they're saying that this has happened to you, they're verbalizing things. And some um some some children are different. Some children have pride. And they don't want to verbalize it, but pay attention to your child because their behavior will show you that something is different. And just try to have those conversations. Be a parent and investigate your child's uh, whereabouts. Talk to the school. Be involved. Now I'm not saying that, bitch. You gotta. You gotta take. Well, yeah, you gotta take time Shit, out your. You gotta a... take time out your schedule to make time for your children. And I'm not saying that there are parents that do not. And I, like I said, I understand how hard it can be if you're single. But I think that is the key. And and if you're a child, if you're a parent. 
that has um a very plot problematic children and your and your children are violent because you know who you are because they your the teachers call you all the time and your child's always in fucking trouble if the teachers and stuff are telling you that he this person is being a bully but you need to look into that because it's your job as a parent to correct that but i was just about to say it was this white lady who baby was getting bullied and she went up there <laughs> and got them together so, baby <laughs> so, um, my niece got punched in her eye and had a black eye by this little boy so for me i'm gonna go to the birds and bees okay so for me i feel like the first step is to discuss sexuality what does it have to do with, with your children no, if you discuss sexuality in different combinations in which it can happen, mm, you know what I mean? To some kids, they could have some understanding and see that this actually occurs with people, mm-hmm. that this can happen. And on both sides, whether you're the gay person or the, the LGBT okay. person or the cishet person. But you know that there will be some parents and yes. some people will say you're leading them into certain directions by opening this conversation. So well, I still feel like it could be a good resolution. I'm not, no, I'm not, but not discre- for everything, yeah, not, not just one resolution. You. Yeah, I'm not yeah. discrediting. Which I think it's a good idea, that? though, babe. I think it's more. I would lean more towards the culture of the school. Mm. For me, if you are, if you, if you are a leader of a school, like the principal, mm. and you set the tone with your team, which is your. Um, staff your teaching Mm -hmm. staff Mm -hmm. if you set the tone of how y'all are going to handle bullying Mm -hmm. up front in the beginning um and noticing the signs like you talk about just the same way you talked about doing with the parents i would feel like i is there that included too it's teachers responsibility but i think parents should be involved as well i I totally agree with Mm -hmm. that um I just know also it's a little bit difficult sometimes because of the economy. People have two and three jobs. Yeah, not, and, and so, that's what I yeah. said. I know how mm-hmm. difficult that can be. But because this is y'all job and y'all are at school, at work with the kids all day long, setting the tone and culture from the beginning of the year that mm-hmm. this will not be tolerated. Mm-hmm. This was that we will kick you out. This is not okay. Bully, this is not a place where we do bullying and really set the tone. Mm-hmm. Are you going to prevent everything no but if you really really um focus on um Mm -hmm. knowing who the at-risk kids are Mm -hmm. um you you don't necessarily have to know they're gay or not but if you paying attention to how the students Mm -hmm. are talking about particular kids who are being bullied Mm -hmm. um they know yeah you you can tell sometimes they the motherfuckers see it and they pay it because they don't want they don't they don't feel like they don't feel like dealing with the issue yeah they don't don't feel like dealing with the issue exactly but um, like Diamond said, definitely set the tone and also don't get tired of reinforcing it. Yeah. Because I, I can see it. how straining it can be to remind teenagers of what they're supposed to do, but you are getting paid for this as well. Right. So make mm. sure that you are setting the culture of non bullying in school. I have a question though. Do you feel like. Um, te- that's a part of the teacher's responsibility. Yes, yeah, absolutely. You, so if you if you have the kids in your for, in your possession for eight hours of the fucking day, yes, you need to set this culture. You need yeah. to set that this is not okay. Man, I was with the parents on the because the school shared like elementary, middle school, and high school. I agree with him with the metal detector part. <laughs> First of all, 
And I agree with them having advocates address, but you can't just expect, oh, advocate, like you have to, the school has to do their work too to make it yeah. known. Like if you want to have what people come in there, you know, like what Diamond wants to do, give cultural competency. If you want that to happen, you have to push that at the beginning of the year, like you were saying. You yeah, have to have that yeah. beginning. and but teach about mm-hmm. sexuality and teach mm-hmm. about all these different combinations. And all these things can work. It and just diversity has to be yeah. together. And right. I, so, y'all, I, I, I think that it depends on the school, too. Because, you know, there are different types of schools. There are Catholic schools. There are private schools. There are public schools. So that mm. would be an intra- interesting conversation uh, as to how that would be implemented in certain school systems. Because that's yeah. true. Some people do learn that homophobia from their parents. Yeah. And their parents from be the like, church. fuck it's that. Passed right. down. Mm-hmm. And they be like, fuck that. You could bully them. Mm-hmm. Give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. get them together. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that is that. All right, guys. So I, I wanted to talk to you guys um about being aware, uh, the awareness of expected, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. I didn't know what that you? was your topic. I thought it was something else. Go no, ahead. it is my topic. I'm just leading that into it. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I want you guys to be aware and uh, know protocol, have protocol and um, just a heads up for expected ice wet raids. Oh, now, um, okay. <laughs> what's today? Today's the... 15th? Uh, yeah. 16th? Something 15th. like that. It was yesterday. Okay, so, it was right. And yeah. the res- uh, what, what I am, I'm talking about is a post that Cricket Media um, in, made. And I end up seeing it in on India Moore's page. But the original poster was Cricket Media. And um, what they did was they gave uh, ways to, uh, to protect yourself during the Trump ice raid and also how to help undocumented immigrants in your community and um one of the ways uh uh, that you can protect well first off i'm sorry um some of the areas that were being targeted were were san francisco los angeles denver chicago new york baltimore baltimore Mm -hmm. atlanta miami and hurston and Texas, yes, right, <laughs> H time. But um, wh- here's one of the ways that you can protect. Uh, here are some of the ways that you can protect yourself. Don't open the front door, or don't mm-hmm. open the door in general. Ice, ices cannot come in without a signed warrant. They can't. Did you say ice? I mean ice. <laughs> ice cannot. <laughs> That's a whole crew. <laughs> ice, ice cannot come in without a signed warrant. They can only come in if you let them. Do not say anything. You can plead the fifth and remain silent. Ice can use anything that they, just like the police, anything mm-hmm. you say, they can use against you. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm sorry. So you're supposed to have this pulled up. So we're just going to take it. I'm going to read his part and I'll let him have the last. So report and and record. So, bitch, if you got any type of social media or you got something where you can record these motherfuckers, this is your way. Um, This is something that you can use as a weapon, especially mm-hmm. with the police, too, as well. Take Michelle. pictures. So um, if, if, it's, if safe. Capture if sa- bad numbers. Quote, unquote, if safe. 
and I need you to remember that because sometimes it's not safe. Use your phone to take pictures and video to capture badge numbers, agents, and everything that happened, like Diamond said as well. Fight your case. Find an attorney to discuss your options. If detained, you may be able to get bail. Yeah, so make sure that you are you using the justice system to your advantage. So make sure you're talking to an attorney. Find an attorney. Mm-hmm. And if you can bail out, bail out. Save a coin just in mm-hmm. case. Um, and lastly, um, uh, another topic, how to help undocumented immigrants in your community. So the first one is if ICE agents are seen posted outside of homes, inquire who they are searching for and why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ask for a warrant. Remind people of their rights. If you see somebody fucking with immigrants, you can step in and say, hey, well, you know, y'all got rights. They got to have warrants, baby. They don't. They can't just do this to y'all. Right. Mm-hmm. If someone is detained, ask why and where they will be transferred to. Yep. Ask questions. Let them know. So they so you could tell their people if you know who their people are. Exactly. And so people can know where their people is being sent being to. going. Right. right. And y'all can try to help recover. So record or write down badge numbers again, license plates, and everything that happened. Follow guidelines on recording and on recording the interaction now the reason why this is so important because during legal uh, circumstances you have to have evidence and you can't have word of mouth or you can't go you can't get anywhere with word of mouth we know if you want to take legal action you have to have evidence so that's why this is so important know your rights as a U.S. citizen because really this particular part is people who may be bystanders you feel what I'm saying who is a citizen who who is not at threat of who is not um in threat against ICE they're just trying to fuck with people um know your rights as a U.S. citizen you have the right to be present observing bearing witness praying photographing videotaping the whole thing though your right to videotape may be vary in state to state so understand the state to say is different in, in video right so whatever. know your laws know your laws and your states on what you can do um and just know like you, you can you you use your privilege as a u.s citizen to step in and do what you can mm-hmm. not to get yourself locked up or unless you're ready to risk that wear it out too because mm-hmm. i know some Baby. activists like that mm-hmm. um Use your privilege as a U.S. citizen to make them know, hey, I'm watching you. Yeah. I'm letting you know. I'm I'm seeing what's going on. And may, and, and the reason why that's so important, because motherfuckers be thinking that they in their own zone, they can do whatever the fuck they want to do. But when they when some real motherfuckers show up, they they getting up P's and Q's. And, we've, and if you're a follower of social media, you've seen where incidents where the motherfucking ISIS or our cops have decided that they want to try to get, try to get the girls together and somebody came up and was like, da 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 nah, bitch you can't do that you can't do that and have turned the, the situation completely completely into a different direction right. so that's how important that is now la- lastly for additional resources on how to help including their hotline to report ice or cbp activity um you can join the united web dreams and that's on instagram at no, no no it's united we dream we dream excuse me united mm. we dreams you can also um, United We Dream has information for what to do when ICE comes to your door, uh, translated in eleven languages: English, Chinese, Spanish, Portuguese, Ar- Ar- um, Arabic, Arabic, uh, Arabic, um, 
a Farsi, Hindi, Korean, Marthi, Martharithi. I don't know how to I don't say, know that. How to say that. Uh, <laughs> Vietnamese and Tlog. Ta- All uh, this, if we're going to put the link in the bottom in the <laughs> yes. show notes um, at unitedwedream.org. Ooh, I fucked that up. I don't know what that was. Martharithi? I don't know what that Bitch, is. Bitch, that's M A R. A-T-H-I. Who's language is that? Uh, We're going to have to look it up. That's what, <laughs> that's what you do with shit you don't know. Google. Google, bitch. Um, so we're going to put the link in the bottom for y'all to check out. So this is for our... Um, and understand, I was, I, was, I was on a post and I was looking at... Um, Seeing black folks just cooning like fucking hell, like on what? On I can't remember what post it was, but they were on some coon shit, <laughs> talking about they just come in here, this stealing our jobs and doing the jobs that you don't want to fucking do. <laughs> they stealing our jobs, like we we can't even find no jobs, cause girl, girl. First of all. It's black undocumented immigrants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not just Hispanic people. It's not yes, just um, Asians. It's not here. just um, uh, Indians. Bitches. There's so many people. This affects so many motherfucking people. And get the fuck out of here. Shut up. Girl. Shut, shut the fuck up. So we put the information in the bottom. And if you need some help or you need, I'm pretty sure you speak as some of those languages. So go down in the bottom and check it out and keep your people safe. Yep. All right. I think that's a show, y'all. I think so, too. Um, I did do a video on YouTube about um, a little extension of our pose reviews. You can check that out. I talk about colorism and um, and tropes in film and media. Check that out. Um, I will be in Dallas probably by the time y'all hear this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. All right. For the rest of the weekend. All right. Bye-bye. Bye, y'all buenos noches. Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's Plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We will be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamond, S-T-Y-L-Z, at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. You gonna say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, (laughs) y'all. Every little thing's gonna be a